Prepare your vehicle for the weather ahead during Superstart Battery Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts with great deals on batteries and accessories. Plus, save on your next oil change with five quarts of Valvoline MaxLife motor oil and a MicroGuard filter, just $28.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome to Everyday Ricochet, episode number two. Today we're going to talk about free time and how we spend it. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. Thank you for joining us. I'm Mike. And I'm Bobby. And today we're going to talk to you all about what do you like to do in your free time? What do you like to do, Mike? Well, I have a lot of hobbies. I started out about seven years ago building airplanes, RC airplanes, and that was a blast. Very hard, very detailed work. From scratch, I would build these giant scale airplanes. And then, as we started getting grandkids, then I started working with trains. Right. With the idea that our oldest grandchild would love he was, it. He was the only one at the time. So yeah. being that he was a boy, you figured that he would pick up yep. your your hobby after you got older. Yeah, and I remember working on it for months down in the basement and I couldn't wait. I finally got the track set up and I got the train set up and the lights working and the whistles going. And I came upstairs to get him. <laughs> and he's, what, three at the time? <laughs> three, yeah. And he comes downstairs, and I even made him a bench that he could stand on so he could see the train layout. You all have to imagine what this <laughs> table looked like. It was the length of our basement and probably 12 feet wide. And, I mean, I'd worked on this thing for months. Had and, little people, yeah, houses, lights, businesses trees rocks <laughs> and i couldn't wait the anticipation of going upstairs and getting carter and bringing him downstairs <laughs> to look at it because i thought we're going to spend hours he comes down i have the train going he says yeah i love it can i go up and see mama <laughs> i was like really are you kidding me right now and so that hobby was kind of put on hold until he's a little older and can uh, appreciate it a little bit more i don't have the layout set up anymore in the basement but he does like coming down and playing with all the little people and the little cars and for you all that know about trains it was an ho scale he really enjoyed playing with that and we do pull it out from time to time and play with it but i put that to a little rest and then i went into i guess the biggest fun i've had in the last several years and that was coin rings i made rings out of coins and for those who don't understand that he actually takes coins metal currency and turns them into beautiful detailed rings and so I started doing that man I just I remember the reason why I started doing it was because I seen one long time ago and I just couldn't afford it it was really expensive at the time for me I thought one of these days I'm going to own one well fast forward 20 years and I run into a friend of mine at work who actually bought a coin ring it was a morgan silver dollar coin ring for some reason he said here you go i bought this for you and i was like what it was great i loved it 
but when I put it on, it just didn't feel right. And I wore it because he gave it to me. Well, you, you're smaller stature. Yeah. He was a, a pretty good sized guy, but you are um, smaller boned. Yeah. And, and so this guy gave me the ring and I put it on. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to wear this thing every day for him, you know, so because I work with him. And so, long story short, I got to looking at it, and I thought, man, I know I can do this better. And so, with a little bit of practice, I went out and bought a couple of small tools. I watched some videos, and next thing you know, I started making these rings. And um, I remember working, Bobby asked me, said, are you going to try to sell these rings? And I'm like, sure. And I was just deathly afraid to put them online because at that point, people are going to be able to criticize what you do. And so... I started making these rings. I remember spending all day Sunday making about five rings. I spent all day on them. Blood, sweat, and tears. I come upstairs about 7 o'clock at night, and I say, Hey, babe, what do you think of these? I'm just going to stop for a second. You guys are going to hear me refer to Bobby as babe in this (laughs) podcast. It's so weird for me to call her by her first name. We've been married for 17 years. If he calls me by my first name, he's mad at me and yeah. he's very rarely mad so it really grabs my attention like uh oh yeah what so, happened so i'll just refer to her as babe going forward i brought these rings upstairs after working on them for all day and i wanted her opinion and i tend to be brutally honest if you ask for my opinion she's gonna I give it to you don't sugarcoat it much Yes, yeah, so I showed her the rings, and she said, these are the rings you're going to sell? And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, you like them? And she was like, well, yeah, but they're slightly bent, and they're, yeah, they're pretty, but I think you can do better. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me right now? I spent all day long working on these, and, and I was mad, and I went downstairs, and I was like, forget this. She doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> Let her come down here and make these <laughs> rings. Well, if she hadn't done that, if she hadn't criticized it, corrective criticism, I guess you would call it. Constructive, constructive criti- criticism. criticism. I wasn't trying to be mean. I just wanted I just wanted you to put your best out there for people to see. Yeah, so I, um, I went back to the drawing board, and I literally scrapped those rings and started over. And let me tell you. You did a lot of research, too. Yeah. You tuned into uh, YouTube for... Guidance, yeah. Hours... I think YouTube became a hobby. I got to meet some of the, actually, if you will, the grandfathers of coin ring making. I met those guys and talked to them, and it became a group, and it was just, you know, just opened my mind to a whole lot of possibilities making them. So I started making them, and the finished work was different, and just taking my time. And I remember in October of 2017, I decided, you know what? I'm going to take these to market. I made an ad. I put it on, and I thought, "Ah, I'm just setting myself up for a big failure. Who's going to buy these things? So I set it up with a notification and alert. Do you remember this? Yes, and you were you set it out to to you set it up to go out at seven while you were at work. Yeah, seven o'clock in the morning. So I set this up, and I traveled to work I went to work and I started hearing these ding 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 on the phone and I was like what in the world and people were just commenting and wanting to know more about them and 
how much they will cost and if I can make it this year or this time or this month or what have you. And, and we had to end up taking the ad off of yeah. Facebook because it was overwhelming. Overwhelming. I made just, I think we had probably about 700 hits that one day. Now, those weren't all sales, of course, but we had about 700 hits by 9 o'clock that night. Mm -hmm. And um, from there, I sold them and... With that first order, that lasted me all the way to Christmas to make. Because right. I hand I hand make these coin rings. If you want to check it out, go to MG Coin Rings at Instagram, and you will find. I'll put the link in the show notes. But, anyways, for those, there's probably about three thousand people in the world that make these rings, and that sounds like a big number until you start really looking at it, and they are beautiful, but. So that's my hobby, my current hobby as we speak. I do these quite a bit. Actually, that's not your current hobby well, or not the only one. Yes. Yeah, so, of course, we all understand now that podcasting is another hobby of mine. Yes. So, um, as we'll, and we'll talk about that, but I don't want to hog the microphone. I'll <laughs> let Bobby talk a little bit, but she is very crafty. She's, she's an artist. She doesn't like to accept that title as an artist she's very humbled but <laughs> people who know her and know her work believe me she's a, a wonderful well, artist from a from a young age I was always interested in doing crafts my grandmother taught me how to crochet so long ago that I don't remember the beginning of it I remember being six seven years old and uh, crocheting blankets for my dolls and so that's always been a hobby that I've had in my back pocket and then along with that through the years I've picked up whatever hobby was out at the time and popular and it, it kind of comes easy for me um, if I if it's in a book and I can read it then I'm gonna try to master it so over the years I've just picked up different crafts and, and tried to um, become knowledgeable about them my big thing is that I really love to bring beauty into the world. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of ugliness that we can't really do much about. Um so I feel like if I can find something to add a little bit of beauty to someone's life then that's really fulfilling to me. And that's what I do with my coin rings and I find such value in building those and make crafting those rings right. not not to sell them. I have realized in the past 2 years I can sell the heck out of these rings if I wanted to, but the pure joy for me comes when I'm standing in line at Burger King or McDonald's, and I see someone there, and they notice it, and I say, oh, here you go, and it blows them away. Right. They think I'm handing them a million dollars, and it's... It's a quarter. Yeah. Or, I mean, it might be a $50 coin. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a little caveat. For all these coin collectors out here, I'm a coin collector also. I'm not destroying beautiful, <laughs> valuable coins. I'm taking coins or junk silver, as they call it, and making these rings from them. Yeah. I, I Again, just, taking something that's not pretty and making it beautiful. I talk to some of my friends at work who see this, and they're always trying to buy it, and I'd rather just give it to them. There's just a joy in seeing someone's face who who gets one of these coins so. right 
and sometimes it's just enough to uplift someone. It's enough to give them just a little stepping off point to, you know, have a good day. Yeah. Just, this, just a little bit of a boost. This is why I started this podcast. I actually started this podcast uh, several months ago. I put something together for work. I was planning on starting a podcast for the line of work I do. I'm a trainer. I thought this was a way that I could reach out a lot of people, a lot of technicians in the work that we do. So I decided that, hey, I'm going to do a podcast. To answer. To answer questions. Frequently asked questions. Yeah. And so I started putting it together. I started putting a outline together and working with it. And then I decided, eh, today is not a good time to bring it to the forefront. Yeah, let's just leave it where it's at right now. As I was doing this, I seen that I might be able to help someone or reach out to someone who might need help. And so we decided, Bobby no, and I. No, no, we didn't. No. We didn't decide. Yeah. <laughs> well, I decided that, hey, it'd be nice to have Bobby a part of this podcast. And we also have a daughter that was um, that does blogging and vlogging and podcasting. So, yeah. you know, that was that was kind of a little teaser. And when I brought the idea to my daughter, she's like, oh, that that would be great for you and mom to do. And I was thinking, yeah, right. She, mom is never going to do this. I'm very introverted and I do not like to be in the center of attention at all. But I don't like to be on the outskirts. I'd rather be in another room. We kind of talk out loud about it so mom could hear us. And next thing we know, we piqued her interest. Actually, it was one of those things that... Um, you, you get to hearing so much about it. It's like you just give in a little bit just yeah. so that you'll quit nagging me. <laughs> but I was very interested also. <laughs> yeah. But you wives know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So I brought the idea to her. How can we put a podcast together? What can we do to reach people, everyday people who are struggling with life, who are struggling with blended families, who are struggling with... Or someone that just wants, you know, you just need to tell them they're not alone. Right. There's so many things that we've gone through as a married couple having children that were my biological children and your stepchildren. Yep. A blended family. So, you know, we have our ups and downs, our ins and outs. You know, over 17-year period of marriage, we have struggled we have risen to the top and we have fallen down we've done all life's and we're blunders. just normal everyday people there's nothing that makes us um, experts on being married being parents grandparents this is just who we are and what we've we've experienced in our time together we feel like we might have something to offer someone who's out here listening. So we put this podcast together and it was a lot of work, a lot of... And it's very scary. Learning. Yeah. It's very hard to have a conversation and know that eventually, I don't know how many people, five people, you <laughs> know, 10,000. I don't know. <laughs> I'd like to think that at some point we're going to have a lot of listeners, but right now we, we're probably going to have friends and family, but that's okay. Someone's hearing this podcast for the first time two years from today. And and somebody needs to hear this podcast, even if it is something just to make another person smile. Yeah. 
I remember listening to a podcast when I was putting this together, and I thought, man, these guys are great. I can't believe I haven't listened to these people before. And after the podcast, I went back to see who they were because I'd never heard them before. It was a podcast from three years ago. It was their very first podcast. I was listening for the first time, and they were no longer doing a podcast in that format. Format. They had already moved on and went to a bigger format with other co-hosts and different things. So who knows if it's today you hear this or four years from now. Right. We hope it makes you laugh. Yes, we do. We hope that, you know, you can just feel some kind of camaraderie with us through the microphone. You know, just listen. And maybe it'll help and maybe it'll make you laugh. And maybe you just think we're crazy because sometimes we are. The, you know, this this has a, this is really hard. This is really hard work. I thought that, okay, I'll give in and I'll let him have his hobby and he'll do it for a little while and it'll it'll just go away. Well, it's been in the making for months. A long time. And, you know, it, it's really coming about in a good way. I'm excited about it, where at first I was very apprehensive. Well, it's reaching out knowing that someone's going to hear it. Like we said earlier, someone's going to hear your voice. Who is comfortable with their voice? I know we're jumping into a different, a couple of different areas, but one thing about Bobby and I, we are on the verge of becoming empty nesters for us, this is great time to spend together to get to know one another on a same all level. over again. Yeah, but our oldest daughter is nineteen. She's moving on in the world, and possibly one day we'll move out when mm-hmm. she gets married. So now we're learning ourselves all over again. We're learning to talk to each other. I remember we went out for a dinner, which we've done millions of times in the past. This was our first dinner without Bree. And <laughs> Bree is our youngest daughter. We went to a, a restaurant and we were sitting down eating and we were both staring at our phones and not even saying a word to one another. We were just looking at phones and kind of showing each other pictures of the on Facebook or mm-hmm. Twitter or Instagram. And we talked a little bit, but it wasn't like we it was really awkward. Yes, it was almost like having a first date all over again. Right. Yeah. Because we I mean we met and I had three daughters. And so we had never had a time where we dated before children. Well, I mean, we dated, babe. It wasn't like, oh, hey, no. nice to meet you. And then we. But we had kids. I had kids. Right. And so we never had that that time to ourselves that, you know, most or I guess some people anyway, I don't know what the world the way it is now. But you have that time period where before you get married and you have right. children, you date and you get to know each other as, as people, as a couple. Yep. And then you, you get married and have children and live forever. And But we didn't have that. Yeah, so we, um, as we made it a point to be able to go out and have dinner and just put the phones down well, for 90% of the time and just just get to know one another now it's really fun we look forward to it and this was another way that i thought this is let's sit down let's look across the table from one another and just discuss and we'll probably dive deep into a lot of different things that married couples struggle with or family with the kids and grandkids you know but you know something else i would like to um 
bring up is that Mike said that, you know, we sat at the table with our phones and we looked at our phones more than we did each other, which is very true. But I think a lot of times that people feel really bad because they spend so much time on their phones. And I think that, you know, honestly, a phone is a great start. You can find something on Facebook that you think is funny and can break the ice. Now, I'm I'm not saying go out on your first date with someone and stare at your phone the whole time. You know, there's things that that we see on our phones and we want to share with someone. And it gives us a chance to reconnect in a different way. That's right. You know, it can be funny. It can be a joke or it can be something that that I want Mike to build for me or something that I want to make for someone else or, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just something to share. So I think a lot of people, you know, we we really come down hard on ourselves for having our phones out. But I think that you can look at it in a positive way, too, and use that as an ice-breaking tool. That's true. That might be their way of communicating, trying to find something to talk about. Yeah, it's kind of like the newspaper was. You remember watching television shows that were set in the 50s, and the dad was sitting at the breakfast table with the newspaper in front of him, and no one could see him? That was because he was tuning out from his three (laughs) kids running all over the place. Well, it gave him something to talk about. That's true. (laughs) Think about, uh, you know, a Christmas story movie. Yeah, that's my favorite movie. You know, he's talking to his wife because he wants to win a contest. Yeah, that's right. You know, so it gave him something to, some place to start. So this podcast, we're getting... But you didn't let me talk about my hobbies very much. The podcast came about because of, I'm a people person. I love getting to know people. I love watching people. I love getting to know them. And it doesn't matter where we go. We can be across the country And he will find someone that he knows. I love connecting with people. And so this was just another avenue that I could do to connect to people. I look so forward to doing this. This is kind of a little awkward one today. The awkward awkward first date. Yeah. As we start getting our voices together, making sure we're pronouncing this right. (laughs) You know, I really don't care. I'm just going to be myself. To be honest, we've tried to do this, this podcast um, because it's the first one that has any, any length and content to it. And we've tried to do it several times and we spend a lot of time looking across the table at each other. Um, there's a monitor that can be raised and lowered and we go back and forth as to whether we want it raised so we can't see each other or should we lower it so we can see each other. <laughs> and we go back and forth. There's a lot of, um, you're too close to the microphone. You, you hit the table you know, you've really yelled. That's per that's perfection. Mm-hmm. That I want to make sure that we're giving our listeners the best content, the best sounding, which that we're just going to learn as we mm-hmm. go. So just, you know, give us a chance. Get to know us a little bit. And we want to get to know you too. So be sure to follow us on Facebook or our Instagram page. And you can even find us on Twitter. Or you can go to our website at www.everydayricochet.com. There you will find some show content, maybe what's coming up next. And you can even scroll down and leave us a message. Tell us what you like to hear. We'd love to hear from you. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Everyday Ricochet. Tune in next week for the next episode and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And remember, today is a good day for a great day. Are you hungry for the usual today? Or are you ready to spice things up with the new Nashville Hot Brisket from Firehouse Subs? We're kicking up our slow-smoked beef brisket with Nashville Hot Seasoning. It's topped with melted pepper jack and our sweet and tangy slaw, served piping hot on a toasted cornbread roll. Yeah, a cornbread roll. Save time. Order your new Nashville Hot Brisket on the Firehouse Subs app today. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only. Are you hungry for the usual today? Or are you ready to spice things up with the new Nashville Hot Brisket from Firehouse Subs? We're kicking up our slow-smoked beef brisket with Nashville Hot Seasoning. It's topped with melted pepper jack and our sweet and tangy slaw, served piping hot on a toasted cornbread roll. Yeah, a cornbread roll. Save time. Order your new Nashville Hot Brisket on the Firehouse Subs app today. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only.